بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على محمد وعلى اله وصحبه اجمعين First of all the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was granted many miracles by Allah and let's go over some of these miracles before we start the reading from Sahih al-Bukhari the summarized version First of all the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam received the Quran and the Quran is a living miracle bestowed upon the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam by Allah the Quran was revealed to him through the angel Jibreel alayhi salam. From the time it was revealed and until the day of resurrection, the challenge is still there. No one can bring a single letter or produce its imitation. And the statement of the Prophet ﷺ, when he said, Before me, every Prophet was given a miracle, and they practiced it during their lifetime. Meaning, Isa, Jesus ﷺ, used to cure the sick and make the dead alive, etc. And Musa ﷺ, was given the sick, and so forth. And I have been given the permanent miracle of the Quran till the hour is established. So I hope that my followers will be more in number than all the other messengers as my miracle will last till the day of resurrection and it is the glorious Quran, the book when anyone reads it even if he is a pagan he is convinced that it is produced by none but the creator of the heavens and the earth secondly, the splitting of the moon the Meccans, the people of Quraysh requested Allah's Messenger to show them a miracle so he showed them the splitting of the moon thirdly the crying of the stem of the date palm tree in the Prophet's mosque the Prophet ﷺ used to deliver the sermon of Friday while leaning against a trunk of a date palm tree when he had the pulpit made and it and used it instead the trunk started crying and the Prophet ﷺ went to it rubbing his hand over it to stop it crying the flowing of the water among the fingers of Allah's Messenger Jabir bin Abdullah the companion of the Prophet Muhammad may Allah be pleased with him said I was with the Prophet and the time for the Asr prayer became due we had no water with us except a little which was put in a vessel and was brought to the Prophet he put his hand into it and spread it out and spread out his fingers and then said come along hurry up all those who want to perform ablution the blessing is from Allah Jabir said I saw the water gushing out from his fingers so the people performed the ablution and drank and I tried to drink more of that water beyond my thirst and beyond, beyond my thirst and capacity for I knew 
it was a blessing. Then the sub-narrator said, I asked Jabber, how many persons were you then? He replied, we were 1,400 men. The Prophet kneeled, used to glorify Allah, the food, while he ate. And this glorification was heard by the companions. Stones used to greet the Prophet when he passed by through the lanes of Mecca. The incident of the throwing out of a dead, a dead body of a Christian by the earth, Anas narrated. Listen to this story. There was a Christian who embraced Islam and he read Surah Al-Baqarah and Surah Al-Imran, chapter 2 and chapter 3. And he used to write the revelation for the Prophet Later on, he reverted to Christianity and used to say, Muhammad knows nothing but what I have written for him. Then Allah caused him to die and the people buried him. But in the morning, they found that the earth had thrown out his body. They said, this is the deed of Muhammad and his companions. They have opened the grave of our companion and took his body out because he ran away from them. So they again dug the grave deeper for him. But in the morning, they again found that the earth had thrown the body out. They said, this is a deed of Muhammad and his companions, So they dug a third grave for him as deep as they could. But in the morning, they found that the earth had thrown the body out. Then they believed what had befallen him was not done, than, was not done by mankind. And they had to leave the body on the ground. This is in Sahih al-Bukhari. All of those that you have heard. The screening, the shading by the trees for the Prophet ﷺ to answer the call of nature. The rising of water in the well at Al-Hudaybiyah after it had dried. The increase in the amount of dates in the garden of Jabir bin Abdullah after the Prophet ﷺ went around the heaps of dates and invoked Allah for his blessings. Speaking of the wolf, wolf, W-O-L-F, the animal. And it has been written that a wolf also spoke to one of the companions of the Prophet Muhammad ﷺ near al Madina, as narrated in the Musnad of Imam Ahmed. where Abu Sa'id al-Khudari radiallahu ta'ala anhu said while a shepherd was amongst his sheep suddenly a wolf attacked a sheep and took it away the shepherd chased the wolf and took back the sheep the wolf sat on its tail and addressed the shepherd saying be afraid of Allah you have taken the provision from me which Allah gave me the shepherd said what an amazing thing a wolf sitting on its tail speaks to me in the language of a human being. The wolf said, Shall I tell you something more amazing than this? There is Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the messenger. 
in Yathrib, in Medina, informing the people about the news of the past. Then the shepherd proceeded towards Al-Medina, driving his sheep till he, in, till he entered the city of Medina, cornered his sheep to one side, and came to Allah's Messenger وسلم, and informed the whole story. Allah's Messenger ordered for the proclamation of a congregational prayer, Salatun Jami'ah. Then he وسلم, came out and asked the shepherd to inform the people about his story, and he informed them. Then Allah's Messenger وسلم, said, He, the shepherd, has spoken the truth. By him Allah, in whose hand my soul is, the day of resurrection will not be established till beasts of prey speak to the human beings, and the stick lash and the shoe laces of a person speak to him, and his sigh informs him about his family as to what happened to them after him. And also of the ascent of the Prophet ﷺ to the heavens. So now we proceed to the reading from Sahih al-Bukhari. I wanted to relate these miracles of the Prophet ﷺ. Because so often you hear the enemies of Islam, they tell you only Jesus السلام, was the one entitled with miracles and Musa السلام, was the one entitled with miracles and what about Muhammad it has been gathered and collected that the miracles of the Prophet were about 1,000 miracles. Were about 1,000 miracles. In fact, there are books written. Al-Bayhaqi had a book called Dala'il al-Nubuwa, The Signs of Prophethood. Al-Bayhaqi, uh, Al-Bayhaqi, the book is called Dala'il al-Nubuwa. And there are others also. The first chapter, the book of Revelation, yes, Al-Bayhaqi. How the divine inspiration started to be revealed to Allah's Messenger. Umar ibn al-Khattab narrated, said that I heard Allah's Messenger saying, إِنَّمَا الْأَعْمَالُ بِالنِّيَاتِ وَإِنَّمَا لِكُلِّ امْرِئٍ مَا نَوَى فَمَنْ كَانَتْ هِجْرَتُهُ إِلَى دُنْيَا يُصِيبُهَا أَوْ امْرَأَةٍ يَنْكِحُهَا فَهِجْرَتُهُ إِلَى مَا هَاجَرَ إِلَيْهِ I heard Allah's Messenger saying, the reward of deeds depends upon the intentions, and every person will get the reward according to what he has intended. So whoever immigrates for worldly benefit, or for a woman to marry, his immigration will be for what he immigrated for. As to the how the divine inspiration started, Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha, the mother of the believers, said that Al-Harith bin Hisham, may Allah be pleased with him, asked Rasulullah saying, Ya Rasulullah, كيف يأتيك الوحي? O Allah's Messenger, 
How is the divine inspiration revealed to you? Allah's Messenger وسلم, replied, أحياناً يأتيني مثل صلصلة الجرس Sometimes it is revealed like the ringing of a bell وهو أشد علي And this form of inspiration is the hardest of all and then this state passes off فيقصم عني وقد وعيت عنه ما قال It passes off after I have grasped what is inspired extraordinary beyond the norm or beyond the nature of things which is apparent to us that's what it means sometimes the angel comes in the form of a man and talks to me no no that's not the case it's different from magic sometimes the angel comes in the form of a man and talks to me فيكلمني فيكلمني فأعيا ما يقول and talks to me and I grasp whatever he says قالت عائشة رضي الله عنها عائشة then said ولقد رأيته ينزل عليه الوحي في اليوم الشديد البرد فيفصم عنه وإن جبينه ليتفصد عرقا I saw verily the Prophet ﷺ being inspired divinely and noticed the sweat dropping off his forehead on a very cold day as the inspiration was over. Also she narrated radiallahu ta'ala anha أول ما بدأ به رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم من الوحي الرؤية الصالحة The commencement of the divine inspiration to Allah's Messenger was in the form of righteous good meaning true dreams which came through like bright daylight فكان لا يرى رؤيا إلا جاءت مثل خلق الصبح ثم حبب إليه الخلاء and then the love of seclusion was bestowed upon him فكان يخلو بغار حراء he used to go in seclusion in the cave of حراء فيتحنث فيه وهو تعبد الليالي الليالي ذوات العدد he used to worship Allah continuously for many nights before returning to or his desire to see his family ويتزود لذلك he used to take with him the journey food for the stay ثم يرجع إلى خديجة فيتزود لمثلها then he and then come back to his wife Khadija to take his food likewise again حَتَّى جَاءَهُ الْحَقُّ وَهُوَ فِي غَارِ حِرَاءِ till suddenly the truth descended upon him while he was in the cave of Shira فَجَاءَهُ الْمَلَكِ and then the angel came to him and asked him to read قال اقرأ read مَا أَنَا بِقَارِئِ I don't know how to read قال فأخذني then the angel caught me very forcefully فغطني then impressed me حتى بلغ مني الجهد so hard that I couldn't bear it anymore ثم أرسلني 
he then released me فقال اقرأ and then again asked me to read and I replied ما أنا بقارئ I don't know how to read فأخذني thereupon he caught me again and pressed me a second time till I couldn't bear it anymore and then he released me فقال اقرأ And again asked me to read, but again I replied, I don't know how to read, or what shall I read? Thereupon he caught me for the third time and pressed me. And then Read in the name of your Lord, who has created all that exists has created man from a clock, read, and your Lord is the most generous. فَرَجَعَ بِهَا رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صلى الله عليه وسلم يَرْجِفُ فُؤَادُهُ Then Allah's Messenger returned with the inspiration and with his heart beating severely. رَجَعَ فَدَخَلَ عَلَى خَدِيزَ بِنْتِ خُوَيْلِدْ رضي الله عنها Then he went to Khadija bint Khuwaylid, may Allah be pleased with her, فَقَالْ ذَمِّلُونِي ذَمِّلُونِي Cover me, cover me. فذملوه حتى ذهب عنه الروع. They covered him till his fear was over. After that, فقال لخديجة وأخبرها الخبر. After that, he told Khadija everything that, had, that had happened and said, لقد خشيت على نفسي. I fear that something may happen to me. فقالت خديجة. كلا والله ما يخزيك الله أبدا إنك لتصل الرحم وتحمل الكل وتكسب المعدوم وتقري الضيف وتعين على نوائب الحق Never by Allah Allah will never disgrace you You keep good relations with your kith and kin You help the poor and the destitute You serve your guests generously and assist the deserving calamity affected ones فانطلقت به خديجة حتى أتت به ورقة بن نوفل بن أسد بن عبد العزة ابن عم خديجة Then she accompanied him to her cousin ورقة بن نوفل بن أسد بن عبد العزة هو وكان امرأة تنصر في الجاهلية Who during the period of ignorance became a Christian وكان يكتب الكتاب العبراني And he would write from the gospel in Hebrew as much as Allah Azza wa Jal wished for him to write. وكان شيخا كبيرا قد عمي. He was an old man and had lost his eyesight. فقالت خديجة يا ابن عم. Oh my cousin. اسمع من ابن أخيك. Listen to the story of your nephew. ورقة آسف. فقال له ورقة يا ابن أخي ماذا ترى. Oh my nephew what have you seen. What have you seen? Yabna akhi madha tara? What have you seen? What have you seen? Allah's Messenger described what he had seen. Waraka said, Hadha al-namusu al-lazhi nazzala Allahu ala Musa. This is the same one who keeps the secrets, meaning Angel Jibreel alayhi salam, whom Allah had sent down to Musa, to Moses. Ya laytani fiha jadha'a 
I wish I were young and could live up to the time when your people would turn you out. يَا لَيْتَنِي أَكُونُ حَيًّا إِذْ يُخْرِجُكَ قَوْمُكَ I wish I were young and could live up to the time when your people would turn you out. Allah's Messenger asked, أَوَ مُخْرِجِيَّهُمْ Will they drive me out? قَالَ نَعَمْ he replied in the affirmative and said لم يأتي رجل قط لمثل ما جئت به إلا عودية anyone who came with something similar to what you have brought was treated with hostility and if I should remain alive till the day when you will be turned out then I would support you strongly ثم لم ينشب ورقة أن توفي وفتر الوحي but after a few days ورقة died and the divine inspiration was paused for a while جابر بن عبد الله الأنصاري while talking about the period of pause in revelation said while I was walking all of a sudden I heard a voice from the sky meaning the prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم I looked up and saw the same angel who had visited me at the cave of Hira sitting on a chair between the sky and the earth. رفعت رأسي فإذا الملك الذي جاءني بحراء جالس على كرسي بين السماء والأرض. I got scared of him. فرعدت منه. فرجعت. فقلت زملوني زملوني. I got scared of him and came back home and he said, wrap me in blankets. فَأَنزَلَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى And then Allah revealed the following verses. يَا أَيُّهَا الْمُدَّثِّرُ قُمْ فَأَنذِرْ وَرَبَّكَ فَكَبِّرْ وَثِيَابَكَ فَطَهِرْ وَالرُّجْدَ فَهْجُرْ O you Muhammad, enveloped in the garments, arise and warn up to and keep away from the idols. 74 1 After this the revelation started coming strongly and frequently in succession one after the other. Ibn Abbas may Allah be pleased with him and his father said concerning the saying of Allah لا تحرك به لسانك لتعجل به Concerning the following verse. Move not your tongue concerning the Quran of Muhammad وسلم, to make haste therewith. Said, Hana Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Allah's Messenger وسلم, used to bear the revelation with great stress and hardness. And he used to bear the revelation with great stress and hardness and used to move his lips quickly with the inspiration. فقال ابن عباس ابن عباس said فأنا أحركهما كما كان رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يحركهما ابن عباس ابن عباس moved his lips saying I am moving my lips in front of you as Allah's messenger used to move this. فأنزل الله تعالى لا تحرك به لسانك لتعجل به Move not your tongue concerning the Quran to make haste 
their will. Inna alayna jam'ahu wa Qur'anahu. It is for us to collect it and to give it to you, O Muhammad, the ability to recite it, the Qur'an. قال جمعه لك في صدرك وتقرأه meaning Allah will make him the Prophet remember the portion of the Quran which was revealed at that time by heart and recited ثم إن علينا أن تقرأه then the statement of Allah and when we have recited it to you through Jibreel then follow you it's the Quran recital means listen to it and be silent. So can Rasulullah sallallahu Afterwards Allah's Messenger sallallahu used to listen to Jibreel whenever he came and after his departure used to recite it as Jibreel had recited it. And Ibn Abbas also narrated كان رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم أجود الناس وكان أجود ما يكون في رمضان حين يلقاه جبريل عليه السلام وكان يلقاه في كل ليلة من رمضان فيدارسه القرآن فلرسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم أجود بالخير من الريح المرسلة ابن عباس نريت that Allah's group فقال أدنوه مني Heracles said, bring him, Abu Sufyan, close to me. وَقَرِّبُ أَصْحَابَهُ تَجْعَلُوهُمْ عِنْدَ ظَهْرِهِ And make his companions stand near behind him. ثم قال لترجمان Abu Sufyan added, Heracles told his translator, قُلْ لَهُمْ إِنِّي سَائِلٌ هَذَا عَنْ هَذَا الرَّجُلِ To tell my companions that he wanted to put some questions to me regarding that man, Muhammad, صلى الله عليه وسلم. فَإِنْ كَذَبَنِي فَكَذِّبُوهُ And that if I told a lie, they, my companions, should contradict me. Abu Sufyan added, فَوَاللَّهِ لَوْلَ الْحَيَاءُ مِنْ أَنْ يَأْثُرُوا عَلَيَّ كَذِبًا لَكَذَبْتُ عَنْهُ By Allah, had I not been ashamed if my companions labeled me a liar, I would not have spoken the truth about Muhammad صلى الله عليه وسلم. ثم كان أول ما سألني عنه أن قال كيف نسبه فيكم The first question he asked me about him was What is his family status amongst you? قلت هو فينا ذو نسب I replied he belongs to a good noble family amongst us Heracles further asked هل قال هذا القول منكم أحد قط قبله Has anybody else amongst you ever claimed the same meaning to be a prophet before his claim قلت لا I said no قال فهل كان من آبائه من ملك Heraclus asked Was anybody amongst his ancestors a king قلت لا I replied no قال فهل كان من آبائه قال قال فأشراف الناس اتبعوه أم ضعفاؤهم Do the nobles or the poor follow him فقلت ضعفاؤهم I replied it is the poor who follow him He said أيزيدون أم ينقصون 
Are his followers increasing or decreasing day by day? I replied, they are increasing. But yes, he does. Does anybody amongst them who embrace his religion become displeased and renounce the religion, the religion afterwards? I replied, no. said. Have you ever accused him of telling lies before his claim to be a prophet? I replied, no. Does he ever betray or prove treacherous to his, to his covenant? I replied, no. We are at truth with him, but we don't know what he will do in it. And I could not find an opportunity to say anything against him except that word. Listen. SubhanAllah. Heraclius asked, Have you ever had a war with him? I replied, yes. Then he said, what was the outcome of the battles? I replied, sometimes he was victorious, and sometimes we. What does he order you to do? I said he tells us to worship Allah alone and not to worship anything along with him and to renounce all that our ancestors had said. He orders us to pray, to speak the truth, to be chaste and to keep good relations with our kith and kin. فَقَالَ لِلْتُرْجُمَانِ Heraclius asked the translator قُلْ لَهُ إِنِّي سَأَلْتُكَ عَنْ نَسَبِهِ فَذَكَرْتَ أَنَّهُ فِيكُمْ ذُو نَسَبِ Heraclius asked the translator to convey to me the following. I asked you about his family, and your reply was that he belonged to a very noble family. In fact, all the messengers come from noble families amongst their respective peoples. I questioned you whether anybody else amongst you claimed such a thing, and your reply was in the negative. فقلت لو كان أحد قال هذا القول قبله لقلت رجل يتأسى بقول قيل قبله. I would have said that this man was following the previous man's statement. Meaning, if the answer had been in the affirmative. I would have thought that this man was following the previous man's statement. Then I asked you whether anyone of his ancestors was a king. And your reply was in the negative. And if it had been in the affirmative, I would have thought that this man wanted to take back his ancestor kingdom. فقد أعرف أنه لم يكن ليظهر الكذب على الناس ويكذب على الله. I said I asked you whether he was ever accused 
of telling lies before he said what he said and your reply was in the negative. So I wondered how a person who does not tell a lie about others would ever tell a lie about Allah. And then I asked you whether the rich people followed him or the poor. You replied that it was the poor who followed him. And in fact those poor always are the followers of the messengers. وسألتك يزيدون أم ينقصون فذكرت أنهم يزيدون وكذلك أمر الإيمان حتى يتم Then I asked you whether his followers were increasing or decreasing You replied that they were increasing and in fact this is the way of true faith till it's complete in all aspects وسألتك ارتد أحد فخطه لدينه بعد أن يدخل فيه فذكرت أن لا وكذلك الإيمان حين تخالط بشاشته القلوب Then I asked you whether his followers were increasing or decreasing You replied that they were increasing And in fact this is the way of the truth The true faith Still it is complete in all aspects And I further asked you whether there was anybody who after embracing his religion became displeased and discarded his religion your reply was in the negative and in fact this is the sign of truth faith when it delights when its delight enters the heart and mixes them completely I asked you whether he had other betrayed you replied in the negative and likewise the messengers never betrayed then I asked you what he ordered you to do You replied that he ordered you to worship Allah and Allah alone and not to worship anything along with him and forbade you to worship idols and ordered you to pray, to speak the truth and to be chaste. If what you have said is true, he will very soon occupy this place which is underneath my feet now. And I knew it, meaning from the scriptures, that he was going to appear, but I didn't know that he would appear from you And if I am sure to reach him, I would go immediately to meet him. And if I were with him, I would certainly wash his feet. Heraclius then asked for the letter addressed by, the, by Allah's Messenger, which was delivered by Dihya to the governor of Busra, who forwarded it to Heraclius to read. The contents of the letter were as follows. بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم من محمد عبد الله ورسوله إله غرقل عظيم الروم سلام على من اتبع الهدى أما بعد فإني أدعوك لدعاية الإسلام أسلم تسلم يؤتك الله أجرك مرتين فإن توليت فإن عليك اسم الأريسيين ويا أهل الكتاب تعالوا إلى كلمة سواء بيننا وبينكم ألا نعبد إلا الله ولا نشرك به شيئا ولا يتخذ بعضنا بعضا أربابا من دون الله فإن تولوا فقولوا اشهدوا بأننا مسلمون Listen to the letter of the Prophet In the name of Allah the most beneficent the most merciful This letter is from Muhammad The slave of Allah and his messenger to Heracles the ruler of the Byzantines. Peace, peace, peace be upon him who 
who follows the right path. The Nasser. I invite you to Islam. And if you become a Muslim, you will be safe. And Allah will double your reward. And if you reject this invitation of Islam, you will be committing a sin by misguiding your peasants. And I recite to you Allah's statement. All people of the scriptures, Jews and Christians, come to a world that is just between us and you. That we worship none but Allah. And that we associate no partners with Him. And that none of us take each other or take others as lords besides Allah. Then, if they turn away, say their witness that we are Muslims. Abu Sufyan then added, when Heraclius had finished his speech and had read the letter, there was a great hue and cry in the royal court. So we were turned out of the court. I told my companions that the question of Ibn Kabsha, Ibn Abi Kabsha, Abi Kabsha was not the father of the Prophet ﷺ, but it was a mockery done by Abu Sufyan out of his polity against the Prophet ﷺ when he nicknamed him by Ibn Abi Kabsha, meaning the Prophet ﷺ. He said, I told my companions that the question of Ibn Abi Kabsha has become so prominent that even the king of Daniel Asfar, the Byzantines, is afraid of him. Thenceforth I became sure that he, the Prophet ﷺ, would be the conqueror in the near future till I embraced Islam, meaning that Allah guided me to it. Ibn Ammatur narrates that once while Heraclius was sitting, was visiting Ilya, Jerusalem, he got up in the morning with a, with, a, with a sad mood. Some of his priests asked him why he was in that mood. Heraclius was a foreteller and an astrologer. He replied, at night when I looked at the stars, I saw that the leader of those who practiced circumcision, circumcision had appeared. He became the conqueror and asked, who are they who practice circumcision? The people replied, except the Jews, nobody practices circumcision, so you should not be afraid of them, the Jews. Just issue orders to kill every Jew present in the country. While they were discussing it, a messenger sent by the king of Ghassan in Syria to convey the news of Allah's messenger to Heraclius was brought in. Having heard the news, he, Heraclius, ordered the people to go and see whether the messenger of Ghassan was circumcised. The people, after seeing him, told Heraclius that he was circumcised. Heraclius then asked him about the Arabs. The messenger replied, Arabs also practice circumcision. After hearing that, Heraclius remarked that sovereignty of this nation had appeared. Heraclius then wrote a letter to his friend in Rome, who was as good as Heraclius in knowledge. Heraclius then left for Homs, which is a town in Syria, and stayed there till he received the reply of this letter from his friend in Rome, who agreed with him in his opinion about the emergence of the Prophet Muhammad and the fact that he is indeed a prophet. On that, Heraclius invited all the heads of the Byzantines to assemble. In his palace at 
comes. When they assembled, he ordered that all the doors of his palace be closed. When they assembled, he ordered that all the doors of his palace be closed. Then he came out and said, all Byzantines, all Byzantines, if success is your desire, and if you seek right guidance and want your empire to remain, then give the bay'ah, the pledge, to this prophet, meaning embrace Islam. On hearing the views of Heracles, the people ran towards the gates of the palace, like onagers, but found the doors closed. Heracles realized their hatred towards Islam, and when he lost the hope of their embracing Islam, he ordered, bring them back to me. When they returned, he said, what I already said was just to test the strength of your conviction, and I have seen it. The people prostrated before him, and became pleased with him, and this was the end of Heracles' story, meaning in connection with his faith. And this brings to the end the book on the, or the book of Revelation from the summarized version of Sahih al-Bukhari. Inshallah, we'll read more from the next chapter, which is the book of Iman, the book of faith.